Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a little crisp action, you know. Oh, my son. You're sounding great. You sound better than ever, to be honest. Got you. I mean, maybe we can cut this out because this is just, we're just chopping it, chopping the chop, doing a little audio technical, technical diddly dop. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're just, we're kind of dicking around, as the uh, kids would say. We're doing a little bit of Emily Dickens around, you know? Mm, Charles Dickens, too. Charles, Charles Dickens. A lot of Dickens back in the day, back in that period. Too many. Maybe you can maybe you can just start it <laughs> like thirty seconds ago, right when we started talking about Dickenses. 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 Yeah, I can I can do that for you if you don't. Let's mind. just get. I mean, oh yeah, I don't mind. You're an editor, like I said. You know, now we had this conversation, which you know may now have been cut out uh, about how you were the editor. You know, but that's gone now because you know up to you though. You might have taken. All right, all right. What's been going on, man? We can't. I can't be. You know, doing these little bits for the whole ten minutes before we get into the episode. How you yeah, doing? Using up our minutes, bro. How am I doing? That's right. You want to know how I'm doing? Yeah, exactly. How Shit, are you, doing? bro? You know, man. I gotta say that I'm uh, chilling like a villain, uh, Lord Willen. You know, a little bit of wow. logic thrown in there for you. You know, I thought. Yeah, I knew you guys would know. Y- y'all, y'all expected me to say chilling like a villain. But did you expect me to say Lord Willen? I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't. And let me say one second. Yeah. Logic is a fraud. Logic is a fraud. I have, first of all, I haven't listened to Logic in years. Yeah. My man said he was retiring from music. And now he's over here. I got album here, album there. You know, all this stuff. Come on, bro. Quit the theatrics. Yeah, I need a decision, bro. You need to make up your mind, Mr. Uh, Robert. Yeah, Robert is playing games, and you know, Roberts haven't had a great track record in the in the music industry in the past couple of years. So, you know, I'm exactly. gonna need him to stop playing around, or he'll end up like uh, Robert R. You know, I'll have to say the rest. Oh no, we don't we don't talk about him. It's like that uh, Encanto song. Oh, have you seen Encanto? Yes, bro, she's lit. You know, let me tell him. That's, that's what I'm gonna say. I don't think okay. I watched it this past week, but, you know, this past week, eh, I mean, we, let, me, let me talk about Encanto. Encanto is lit, <laughs> okay. bro. That, that's what I got to say. You, everybody, you need to go watch it. If you don't have Disney+, Plus, go ahead and sign up for a little free trial. Um, overall, you know, I would say the movie was... Pause, pause. First of all, pause. before we even, you know, get into the Encanto uh, review impression stocks, now cut the free trial BS, all right? Cut it out. Go ahead and just subscribe to Disney Plus. That what are true. you doing? They got so many good shows, so many good movies. We got Moon Knight coming out. Stop sleeping on Disney Plus. And you know, I shouldn't be shilling for a goddamn uh, billion dollar corporation <laughs> that has consolidated all of media into one umbrella. But shit, it's good content. What can I say? Anyways, tell us about Encanto. Anyways. Back to the Encanto review. But, yes, I agree with that statement because uh, also, you know, th- that's like the nerd haven. You guys should just sign up for Disney Plus as soon as you can. Anyways, Facts. back to Encanto. Uh, overall, I thought the movie was very solid. I think the songs were quite uh, – there, there were a couple of bops in there. Obviously, um, we got We Don't Talk About Bruno. That's what everybody's I've saying nowadays. If you go I've up to somebody – Yeah, you've heard it. So if you've heard the song, you haven't even watched the movie, you know that that song has to be a bop. Um, it was on my Peloton right. It was what now? On my Peloton right. Ah, on the Peloton. Okay, I see you. I see you. Getting your, getting your little workout on there. That's um, right. That's right. Other than that, the movie, I feel like the plot itself was a little weak. You know, I feel like okay. the, the conflict was not really conflict. Not really a conflict. I feel like I prefer when there's like an actual antagonist, you know, they're going up against. Um, dang, that might be a little bit of a spoiler. But no, it's a little, it's a, it's, you know, we're talking Pixar, Pixar, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I won't say anything other than that, other than I think that the plot was a little bit kind of lackluster in my opinion, but the movie itself, visually very stunning. The songs were boppers. The characters were very lovable. And uh, yeah, just go watch it. It's a nice little hour and a half thing to do with your life. And then you can know who Bruno is, bro. You can't, you can be That's right. in the know. You don't want to be out of the know. You know what happens to people who are out of the know? They die. That's what I was about to say. They get killed. I know. 
I know. I know what happens when you're out of the know. It happens. It happened to my buddy Eric. So, you know, don't end up like Eric. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, On our side. That's my my review. That's my week. What about you? I'm throwing it over to the Seattle boy. I mean, I didn't mean to cut off your week. You know, we'll come back, see if anything, you know, any any function Atkins have been going down. But as far as TV goes on our side, we finished Sex Education. We finished uh-huh. all the seasons. Fully caught up. Had a good time. It's a great show on Netflix. Go check it out. Um, and people saying, once again, I'm at the shell. This is the corporate shill episode because we're talking about, you know, Sony buying uh, Bungie. We're talking about Disney. We're talking about Netflix. People saying Netflix falling off. Hey. Sex Education, great. Arcane, possibly the best show last year. Mm. You know, so although all their content might not be 10 out of 10, Netflix still got some gems. Still got some gems. Don't don't try and pull the rug out from underneath Netflix now. Come Come on on now. Don't disrespect after all they've done. We're going to have to see how Stranger Things hits when these damn college kids out here (laughs) with these baby clothes on trying to convince us that some shit's still going wild but that's that's for another time that's for later in the year um we started watching euphoria one episode in man same you've been watching this yeah we just started as well over here we were i think we're two episodes in okay you know i mean i i can't form a lot of opinions it's only one episode but i mean we're snorting Xanax. We're snorting cocaine. We're snorting goddamn, you know, X Y Z B X. We're snorting, you know, we're injecting horse your tranquilizer in our eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? We're doing it all, bro. Euphoria. We're starting off at a ten, so I can't imagine where we going from here. You know what I'm saying? So unnecessary. So opinion. unnecessary. I'm just like, why, bro? Like, can we? These are. I mean, I know some high school kids get into this business, but like. I don't know, bro. The way they're making it seem, they just make it seem like, yeah, this is just the school life, baby. At Fayette County High School, bro, I I ain't seen none of that, bro. I ain't seen none of that. I'm sure there was some, you know, some some shenanigans going on, but sheesh, nothing like that. They acting a little crazy. Y'all got drug addicts in high school. Couldn't be me, bro. bro. (laughs) Not several. Not several. Not not talking about you want to get high off some cocaine type shit. Come on, bro. That's insane. Come on, bro. And then, you know, this is an episode for a monthly cooldown. This is a topic for a monthly cooldown. But I was talking to Amanda. Did you watch Degrassi going up? I have not watched Degrassi, but I, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of clips here and there. But I know okay, the general okay. gist of the show, I think. Yeah, because, you know, just watched Sex Education, now watching Euphoria. And then I was, I put out there that Degrassi was the quintessential high school drama show mm-hmm. in my eyes you know and she argued yeah it might be nostalgia and stuff she said it was good but you know i'm too i'm too deep in the degrassi <laughs> hype cycle i've seen like basically all the important episodes twice basically so that's hey. about damn near you know eight ten seasons worth of content and this is not not you know 2022 eight season episodes we talking about damn near 30 episodes per season or whatever the hell they were doing God, back then dang but god degrassi when i was like reminiscing classic bro and i let me tell you you think i know a lot about video games it's the same for degrassi (laughs) we're at the dinner table i'm like well actually in episode 76 there was that episode where jimmy you know blah 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 blah. oh no wait a second i forgot that happened like yeah well that's what happens when you watch the entirety of degrassi twice bro it's locked into Um, your brain now it's a whole portion of your brain at least 15 percent Hopefully by the end of February, I'm going to remember to pull this back, you know, take this little thread and, and, and bring it back so we can talk about it in the monthly cooldown because, damn, I love me some Degrassi. I'm here for um, it. But other than that, what's going on? What's going on? I uh, went bowling this weekend. This past Sunday, went bowling, put some numbers up, you know, didn't put any incredible numbers up, but I did steal around, steal a game. So, nice. You know, put the work in there. Um also realized that I've been holding a bowling ball wrong for, I don't know, years, oh. decades even. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean Just by had that? Fin- I had the wrong fingers. Like, if you're looking at your right hand, you know, looking, looking at the palm of your right hand, I was using thumb, the th- the finger next to the thumb, and the middle finger when I should have been <laughs> Bro, skipping the, the middle finger, right? <laughs> Yo. What in the world? Yeah, you're supposed to do like the rock star sign. 
The rock star. No, it's not. Is it? It's not the rock star sign, right? Yeah, oh wait, no, you know, thumb yeah, yeah, and then your yeah, two yeah. middle fingers. You ring right, your right, right, finger. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe Correct. you're using. You were using thumb index, and that just sounds wrong to me, bro. That sounds that's like an accident. Why, I mean, that's probably why I kept fucking breaking my nails. Well, first of all, my nails were freak, freakishly long. You know, they didn't need to be as long as my nails grow super fast, and that's a whole different conversation, but. Um, every time I bolt, I would break a nail. It was like clockwork. And then the last time I bolt, when I was in Georgia, I fucked up my, like my half of my thumbnail cracked, like literally half of the nail from nail bed to to tip half of that shit cracked because, uh, you know, I just had the, I fucked up the form and it was just a whole big deal. Um, I'm like, Oh, you know. I was holding this shit wrong. That's probably why I was injuring myself, you know, struggling. I mean, regardless, I was putting up points. So if you got dusted by me in the past 10 years, just know that I was doing it with the wrong form. So if you come back my way, you have no chance. That's all I'm going to say on that front. Here go Rock Lee, Um, huh? Exactly. It's literally the Rock Lee, bro. (laughs) Dang, they need to put that in an anime talking about, (laughs) okay, I guess I'll use the right form now. And then 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 the mask goes up. Oh, nah, but uh, yeah, I had fun going bowling. There's only two damn bowling alleys in Seattle, in all of Seattle pretty much, and then you got to go like outside the city to find any other ones, so it's rare that we go bowling, so mm-hmm. I had a good time there, and uh, I think, you know, we can get into the show, we can start talking about games, but I have a, some small game updates, and then we'll we'll get into everything. Good. Do you have anything else about your day, though? Um, you have any else your week you want to slide in? I got some, you know, cooking, some cooking uh, adventures, but uh, I think that I can either wait till the absolute end. You know, we're bringing back Arsene's Cooking Corner. Um, okay. It's going to be at the end of this episode. If you don't want to listen to okay. our episode, that's fine. Just go ahead and skip to the best part. Um, probably like, <laughs> I don't know, like two minutes before the end. And then, uh, yeah, you'll we'll, we'll get you right. We'll get you all set. Bet, bet, bet. Okay, okay. Uh, well... Let's get ready to jump right into it. As always, you know, we're going to sync up and then just just roll right into the show. So let's do it. Bet. All right. Three, two, one. Clap. Clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 187 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen. I don't know why I just got like, I just got brain freeze Dang. right there. Just got brain freeze. A little bit of stage fright. Just a little, I'm a little spooked, you know what I'm saying? 187 episodes in, it's like, <laughs> I'm just shy. It happens. I'm just you shy. Know. I have it's too many best. people listening now. Anyways, uh, you know. I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what's that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the acquisition lawyer himself, Arsene Lakpa. Hey, guys. Just want to let you all know, um, I'm still, you know, most people thought that I might retire after, you know, handling the acquisitions for uh, Microsoft, handling acquisitions for Sony. I thought I would retire, but nah, nah, there's always another fish in the pond. And that pond right now, or actually that fish right now, is Nintendo, baby. That's right. Nintendo has hired wow. me. Oh, we're about to require, beep. Yeah, yeah. I just wow. censored myself. <laughs> I just censored myself just right there because I can't tell y'all what we who we're about to require, who we are about to acquire. Because if I were to tell you that, Nintendo would be at my house immediately, bro. They've got the SWAT team. I know what y'all seen them do to all those uh, YouTubers, all those copyright claims. Yeah, imagine that. But like, that's your family. They're taking wow. it. It's gone. So uh, you know, we don't want that happening. Uh, that's why I went ahead and uh, censored myself. And, yeah, I just want to let y'all know that big things are coming. As an acquisition lawyer, I can tell y'all that big things are coming. That's crazy. That's crazy, That's bro. Crazy. Nintendo's too strong. Nintendo's too strong. So, before we jump into the video game news, just a quick reminder, guys, if you guys want to help support the show, playerplayerpod.com, uh, where you guys can, you know, 
visit the page, you know, get links to all the different podcasts, RSS feed, all that good stuff. But you can also go to the bottom of the page uh, and click the link to our Kofi where you guys can donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, that is okay. Uh, just listen to the show every week, share the show with your friends, coworkers, family, whatever, and leave a positive review on your platform of choice because it really helps us a lot. Before we get into the, the big acquisition news, I want to start with some smaller news. Uh, starting with one of my own little personal announcements, I have indeed launched a video game blog. I've talked about it uh, a couple go. times on the show. Let me see if I have a little sound effect for myself. Um, there we go. There we go. Uh, yeah. The blog is called Camp Pause. Uh, so you can go to camppause.com and basically I'm just writing up my reviews, my thoughts about certain industry news. I talked about the uh, Sony buying Bungie acquisition. I've talked about AAA games nowadays and all that good stuff. So uh, go have a good read. Uh, give me some feedback. Give me your thoughts on some of the articles if you disagree or, or agree or whatever. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time and I'm excited to stretch my writing chops which i have not done for you know since i was in goddamn high school Dang, uh, so not even in college it's a good time i mean i was barely writing in college bro you wrote stuff at georgia tech you're uh, writing essays yeah. and stuff i had to take english one and two bro oh i, I, I did take up. i didn't take uh, in, uh ap's i took ap's so i think i skipped one mm, and gotcha, i did gotcha. i started out with I guess, yeah, I think I was like a summer freshman or, you know, in my freshman year, I took English one and that was so long ago. I forgot I even had that class. So see, there you go. That's a whole, that's a whole different thing. But anyway, camppause.com, go check it out. Um, subscribe to the newsletter. It would mean a lot to me. I appreciate that. Moving right along. I want to just do a quick check in. You don't have to go too deep into the games, but are, is there anything that you're playing right now? Is there anything Ooh that you're working through? Wee, baby. Let's just say your boy just rolled credits on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, oh. when, when did it release? Uh, about four or five days ago. So as <laughs> at the time of it, uh, this podcast releasing, basically last week, I copped the game and I was just addicted to it, just like crack. I feel like this happens to all Pokemon games, so it's not that mm -hmm. special. But, I mean, this one, I'm just going to say real quick, this is the best Pokemon game um you know there are other games out there that you know were influential to the series itself but this one this is the future bro and if they don't you're saying this is the best pokemon game period this is the best pokemon game period i'm, oh, I'm putting that out there oh i'm, oh, I'm saying hold, 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 this is hold, a game hold, for gamers this is the game for pokemon fans and for non-pokemon fans it just nah, perfectly nah. blends it together and gives you a nice little product obviously you know there's some issues here and there but i mean it wouldn't be a Pokemon game without issues, bro. That's all, right, all I'm saying. You know, we're we're almost 30 minutes in the episode, but I have to stop. I'm calling a special guest onto the episode if they answer. Calling us because this is a... Okay, that number does not work anymore. So wow. <laughs> I'll, call a, I'll call a different person. Call a different person. Call a different person. Answer. Go ahead. Because uh, this is a big claim. I need I need a second opinion to, to double down on while this. they're dialing i will say i thought it was like you know in the top three for a while but hey, jonathan you are on the uh you're on the the player player podcast all right um oh, wow. yeah this is an impromptu what call is but uh our sin is he just made a really bold claim and uh i i need somebody to verify this give me their temperature on what he just said okay all right he said he rolled credits on pokemon rcs and this is the best Pokemon game ever, period. Wow. Well, all right, let me tell you my initial reaction. My initial reaction, he might not be wrong. Wow. <laughs> well, let's wow. go. What I, did I, I have yet to roll credits, but I feel like this changes the game for Pokemon. That's what I'm like saying. Some of the mechanics that they have here have to be brought into the main series. Otherwise, the main series stays behind. It has been behind. Um, this is easily the best in many, many years, I would say. Wow. And I would say no question in the, the conversation for top Pokemon game of all time. Wow. wow. Okay. Just so you know. 
Well, I, I just literally paused the game so we could talk. Wow. wow. <laughs> I mean, what did is, I tell you? This is incredible you. praise. All right, Jonathan. Well, congratulations on your Player Player Pod debut. I appreciate the feedback. Um, enjoy enjoy the game. No problem. Thank you so much. <laughs> Dang, All right. Man. Okay. I you, mean, thought, you, thought I was, you thought I was on some shit. But I nah, mean, bro. It's a, it's a heavy claim because I remember sure. being a, a wee lad playing Pokemon Emerald, playing Pokemon Sapphire, just being like this. Those are amazing. This is fantastic. Games. Those are great. Pokemon games. Diamond, even. I, I had a lot of fun with the mainline games. It was just when I got to Sword and Shield where I said, it's done. Right. I just can't. The magic is gone. I played this game a million times. And honestly, it's worse. It's gotten worse somehow. I agree. Uh, but now with this. Shit, I might need to hit you purchase might. on the damn Amazon guy right now yeah, if we're talking bro. about like that. Because now, the older the older okay. games, uh, just real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just say the older games, you know, they obviously will forever have a special place in, I think, everybody's hearts. And they are great games. And they are definitely, you know, you have the ones that will be in the top Pokemon game conversation forever. But in terms of, like, what is revolutionizing the series, this guy right here. Is, is gonna revolutionize or it, they have to like like Jonathan said they have to capitalize on this if they want this like franchise to I feel like be as successful to grow and become even more successful because I think if they right. would be they would be absolutely stupid they'd be goofy and silly to not you know at least some of the mechanics from this game and carry that over to a mainline game or you know let's say they don't even do that and they just can what they could do is just continue to make pokemon legends games and you know talk about different legends or something like that different legendary pokemon that's what they got to do if they don't do it uh then pokemon company nintendo they're throwing money out of the out of the window that's all i'm gonna say okay all right well there you go um, high praise, you know, I can't lie. I've been seeing clips and stuff on Twitter. It's looking good. I, I think I saw like maybe an hour ago or something. Somebody rolled up on a damn Gyarados in the water with a little chair on the back of the Gyarados. And I was like, damn, this is, mm-hmm. this is cold. This right here, this clip right here, this image I'm looking at right here might be enough for me to pay $60 right there, right then and there. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not buying the game now. Of course. I'm not no, buying yeah. the game right now. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got four weeks until... Uh, horizon so you know don't got a lot of wiggle room and i still got some stuff to play but come come fall uh when black friday sales come come out or even maybe a little sooner than that uh, i might i might have this game in my possession might be playing some pokemon let's go rcs um on my side very very close to wrapping up guardians very very close um like I said, I'm going to be writing a review. It's going to be on camppause.com. Also, I'm assuming next week we'll talk about it a little bit, get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty. But my quickie review, this game is fantastic. I really hope it sticks the landing. Um, it, you know, it's not perfect. It definitely does not have the qualities of a game of the year title. It's definitely not. It's missing on all of the check boxes that you think should be there for game of the year or that you think should be there uh, for a great game. But the mm. stuff that it does do well, it does them really well. And it's just, it's just really, really fun. It may not have the best polish or, or, you know, may not have the most innovative game design, but it is really, really fun. So I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, at the end of the day, ending is everything for me, right? We, we saw what happened with Deathloop. I was high on that game until the last damn 10 minutes of the game, damn near. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to make sure they stick to the landing, but the writing is fantastic, so I'm, I have high hopes, um, and I'm excited to talk about it a little bit more next week as long as nobody else gets bought. Um, <laughs> that being said, we got to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's I talk. Mean, Two weeks ago, we had the council on the damn podcast. We have four people here talking about the monster acquisition, uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Only two weeks later, we are back. Only two people this time to talk about PlayStation buying Bungie, my guy. I want to know, where were you when you first saw this information? Mm Mm-hmm. More importantly, what was your initial take? Okay, where I was, I think I was just you know just chilling, right out out I here mean, in the uh, in the apartment. You know, I'm giving you guys the physical first, then I'm gonna give you like right. the, 
the the rest of the the story. Um, I don't even know why I asked where you were because I mean, you literally you knew where I was. You could have been anywhere. Yeah, I knew I knew where you were. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> first impressions though of uh, this acquisition news. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, it, it was kind of like that. Uh, your intrigue was or not what am i trying to say my interest was peaked yeah i was sitting here and i was like okay that's interesting you know sony buying bungie okay what is, now what does that mean that was like my initial that was like my original first like i don't know connection connection point there um but after that bro that shit just like trailed off i was like uh what does this mean bungie right. has destiny or whatnot and then i simply stopped caring i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you uh, once I heard that news, after about 15 minutes later, I don't think I could <laughs> less. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm still here to talk about it. You know, I got I got some Absolutely. thoughts and I want to hear your thoughts as well. Um, so we can do a little bit of back and forth. So what about what, what were your uh, first thoughts? I'll ask you the question back. Sure. So uh, I was actually watching Kind of Funny Games Daily. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I try and watch it every day. Um, sometimes I watch it live. And this particular Tuesday... Uh, I was watching it live. It happened on a Monday, so this particular Monday, I was watching it live, and uh, like in the first minute of the show, they're like, "Actually, we have breaking news: PlayStation is buying Bungie." And I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> I was just confused. I'm like, "This is just so unexpected." I mean, granted, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard also very, very, very unexpected. Mm-hmm. But this was also just kind of like a like a why type move right like yeah. it's obviously big it's obviously you know very interesting considering like bungie's history and their association with halo and xbox and all that stuff but at the end of the day bungie has one game and that game is destiny hey, they don't have two, any destiny one I mean, and two okay sure destiny <laughs> one and two they got one franchise and it's destiny and it's basically one game uh you know they don't have as far as I know, they don't have, or they definitely don't have any mini, any mini mini mo. They definitely don't have mini hidden IP or anything like that that they can revitalize. This isn't like a Microsoft can revive Crash Spyro type situation. It's just like they got Destiny, and now PlayStation <laughs> has Destiny. Uh, but let me ask you this: before we kind of get too deep into it, do you know like the deals of the? Do you know the details of the agreement? Do you know the the high level overview? Because I can dive into it, and I let's, probably will. I, let's I dive in because I do not so, know. All right. So, off the top of my head, three point six billion dollars to buy Bungie seems kind of expensive for a, a studio that only has one game. But mm-hmm. I will say, you know, for the history of Bungie, these guys have you know had a handful of projects, and they've done those handful of projects really well. Obviously, Halo, extremely polished. Um, all the different uh, Halo offshoots that they've done, Halo ODST, Halo Reach, all that stuff, extremely polished. Um, and then they, you know, jumped ship uh, from the Halo bandwagon and decided to create their new project, which was Destiny. And once uh, again, yeah. this has its up and ups and downs, but Destiny is also a very, very successful MMO. Uh, considering this is a team that had no experience building an MMO or a live service ever before. So there's that value that comes with the purchase. Uh, The really, really interesting thing here is that as a part of the, the deal or whatever, it seems like Bungie has, uh, you know, gotten to maintain their independence. So they are owned by Mm. PlayStation. PlayStation is buying them, but, Bungie basically said, hey, look, we're still interested in publishing multi-platform. We're going to self-publish, meaning, you know, Destiny and games that are made by Bungie will say, you know, Bungie Studios instead of PlayStation Studios, uh, presumably. Um, And it it seems like PlayStation has no dealing in terms of like making things exclusive. Uh, Maybe Bungie will decide to make a PlayStation exclusive. But for the most part, it seems like PlayStation uh, no pun intended, is uh, in control of their own destiny. Um, <laughs> like, there's there's no strings attached, no question about, is Destiny going to be exclusive? They kind of said up front, the day we learned about the deal, Destiny is staying multi-platform. Uh, future Bungie games are going to be multi-platform. Um, we want to we wanna do our own thing. Um, and it kind of makes sense because Bungie has... 
you know, notoriously had some very, you know, rough situations. They were owned by Microsoft at one point, uh, but, you know, Microsoft just wanted them to make Halo games. There was some mismanagement there, and, you know, it was a really bad situation to where uh, the leadership at Bungie basically said, we want to buy ourselves out of the deal. Um, so they did that, left Microsoft. They were acquired by Activision Blizzard, ironically, which, you know, if they stayed, they would have been a part mm. of Microsoft. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. So, you know, not longer than like a couple years ago, they left Activision Blizzard. Obviously, I'm sure that, you know, Bobby Kotick and his little band of goons wanted to get their fingers all up in the Destiny sauce. Like, I think that's the main reasoning for Destiny 2 is that, you know, EA kind of and Activision kind of pushed uh, Bungie to make a second uh, game, even though Bungie kind of just wanted this one single lived universe so they left because obviously they didn't like the influence and pressure of them and now Mm. they're being acquired by sony and it seems like although they are being acquired they do want to maintain that independence um so some other interesting things is that you know sony basically said hey uh, we're acquiring bungie we respect what they do um and a big thing is like we want to make a push for live service games they have a lot of talent they're basically the best in the business. We want to make sure that we can learn as much as possible from them and we can spread that knowledge to the rest of our team. So it seems like, you know, the main objective here is that Sony wants to, you know, take that technology, that infrastructure that Bungie uh, has to, that they use to make uh, Destiny. And they want to basically piggyback off of that so that they can build other projects within the PlayStation uh, studios universe that are live service or long live type projects. So okay. that was a lot there. That was, that was me just talking, but, uh, that's kind of the situation. You know what I'm hearing? Uh, uh just yeah. off of you saying that that last point you just made, all I'm hearing now is that we're getting PlayStation home too, baby. That's Ooh. it's coming up live service right now. You know, the technology is there, you know, back in PS three days online was, you know, I mean, sure, it was out, you know, people were going online, but like it wasn't really there for you to just be, you know, booting up MMOs on the on your console like that and yeah. running around. That was a PC type deal. But now we could do it. They could do it if they wanted to. Maybe if they look at, uh, like you said, looking into Destiny and Bungie's uh, playbook a little bit, trying to uh, maybe copy the homework, but uh, don't let the teacher know that you copied it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And I did see people mention that on, t- on Twitter, PlayStation Home coming back, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it, I'm sure it's kind of too early to tell, um, you know, where we mm-hmm. want to go with this whole live service thing. But um, before we kind of jump into that, because I do have a I have a question about like what this looks like, what PlayStation live services look like. But before we get to that, you said you had some thoughts in your head before I started going on this whole explanation tirade you said you have some thoughts do you still have thoughts do you have questions do you have you know different angles you want to ask or or comment on i think the one thing that i'm still a little shaky on is like the the whole why you know i mean obviously you know you're saying that you know they kind of want to be able to look at what destiny and bungie are doing but like i don't i don't fully see what either side is getting or i don't see what sony's getting out of this deal really you know yes what are the inner workings on that i don't know maybe i don't know i mean yeah so i'm the same way as you or i was like why like that was my biggest question like this is by far the least exciting acquisition that we've had in the past you know two two three years since these things started heating up i mean i guess take two bought zynga the mobile the mobile game company and that's also very unexciting uh Really, for people that aren't playing, mo- yeah, that I mean, so we had Bungie, or we had um, Take Two buy Zynga for like seven point nine billion dollars or something like that, and then uh. the next week we had, uh, and like um, that was the that was the biggest gaming acquisition uh, in history for like a week. Let's see, Take Two buys Zynga, uh, eleven eleven billion dollars. For the Farmville mm. people, so that's crazy. Right. So there's obviously some some money there that uh, us in the just hardcore gaming space aren't seeing. But um, yeah, I think 
looking at this, I was I was like, this is not very exciting. The exclusivity angle is completely gone. They they kind of quash that right at the beginning. So what's the purpose of this? And the way I look at it is, okay, I'm sure they've crunched the numbers. They've said this has been in the works for months. Uh, so I think six, eight months or something. So they've been looking at this for a long time. They've been doing the math. And this makes sense to the people over at PlayStation for a, for some reasons. I don't know all the reasons, but it makes sense. Um, one, I guess, having Destiny, I, I think it's very profitable, I, I have to assume. Um, and it is a constant stream of revenue. It's a game that keeps printing money pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's always a good thing. And that might seem like, you know, very appealing, you know, to people like Sony who don't really have, you know, any games that have that kind of reoccurring uh, money source. And I think that's, I think that's kind of the, the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of where this all gets to is like PlayStation is dominating the gaming space. Like I don't want to get too nitty gritty, but like earnings reports and stuff came out over the past you know, couple of weeks and PlayStation's earnings report came out like a day or two ago. And it was basically like, yeah, they're, they're printing money. Like they're making bu- you know, billions of dollars from software sales and stuff. Uh, but you know, this is all first party. Um, this is all first party single player titles, right? You, they sell a lot of copies of God of War. They sell a lot of copies of Spider-Man, but people play those and they pay $70 for them and that's it. Right. You know, they may buy some DLC here or there, but for the most part, people aren't paying extra money for these experiences. Um, not to mention, they didn't know this at the time. Obviously, they've been working on this deal for a long time, but, you know, a big source of their money Call of Duty, microtransactions, all those big those big titles. Um, Call of Duty is owned by Microsoft now, so who knows what the future looks like for that? So if if my if one of their biggest titles goes exclusive, uh, or one of like their biggest titles on their console goes exclusive to the competitor, I think that might you know be a big source of revenue that they lose. So I'm, I'm sure they're looking for ways to find their in-house solutions to make sure they keep those constant revenue streams going. So I think that's the answer. I think they're, they're just looking for that live service angle now that they've basically conquered and found the perfect formula for the single player, uh, angle. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good answer. I like that. Well, there you go. Camppause.com, everybody. I wrote about it in an article. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, kind of coming back to like just the player perspective, you know, like I said, PlayStation, they're the single player guys. That's why I bought a PlayStation. That's why I love PlayStation. Um, basically, every single title they put out, I'm pretty much going to buy because I know they're delivering a polished single player experience with the exception of Gran Turismo because I'm just not playing that, bro. They had a they had a state of play today for Gran Turismo. I'm sorry, Chief. I can't do it. I can't do it. It looks it's good, not a racer or that type I of mean, racer. Unless I'm unless I'm driving up volcanoes and stuff, I'm not a racer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like as far as live service games go, like when we talk about live service, we're talking about games that are constantly getting updates. That's a Fortnite. That's a Destiny. You know, that's a Warzone. Uh, that's a Grand Theft Auto Online stuff like that. Um, I'm honestly that's not my that's not my jam, especially not right now. Um, I think I've talked about this on the show a lot, but it's just like hard to find time now, or hard to be motivated to sit down for an extended amount of time and just keep coming back to the same game day after day or week after week. You know, I'm kind of more interested mm-hmm. in you know with so many games coming out more than ever. I'm more interested in just, you know, picking up a Pokemon Arceus, playing that, beating that, picking up Horizon Forbidden West, playing that, beating that, picking up Elder Ring, etc. Are you excited about this live service uh, future with PlayStation and other other companies? Uh, how are you feeling about this? Like, you know, I know you play more multiplayer than me, but also, you know, you've been people have been mm-hmm. asking you to get on on destiny just as long as they have been asking me and <laughs> you haven't done it either so that is true 
Um, yeah, so I'm, I feel like I'm definitely kind of like a ebb and flow when it comes to, uh, these live service games or any type of like online multiplayer game, really. I've got my, you know, I don't know, I can go months where I'm just, I'm only playing, you know, your multiplayer games. I'm only playing Apex. I'm only playing Knockout City and different things like that. Um, and those, you know, those are typically like, you know, your more multiplayer competitive games. I don't think I've, I haven't, uh, seeped into the whole, like real the real like live service MMOs type games in a while um but right now it's all single player for me bro i think uh it's yeah. probably going to be single player for me for a majority of 2022 um the only time i could think of me you know maybe even regressing back into that is like if some really crazy event happens in a game that you know i really want to be a part of then maybe i'll get um involved or like you know super involved i may you know play a game you know a one-off game here and there but i can't see myself you know saying all right this week i'm playing call of duty all right this week i'm only, i'm only playing uh destiny 2 or something like that so i i mean it it'll come i think it definitely will come because there are i know in the past i know i know my gaming history i know that i've you know had those moments but for now i'm just i think 2020 a majority of 2022 is going to be that uh single player experience for me because I mean, there's just so much good stuff coming out, bro. We've got we've got games coming out. At least what four games coming out in February? Two games that I want in March probably, and then that's just for these two months. And then I'm sure more games are gonna. We may have a little bit of a lull for the next couple of months after that. But I mean, I'm gonna still have. I think these single player experiences are gonna be beefy enough that they're really gonna carry us at least to like the second half of the year. Or, you know, right. maybe the beginning of the second half of the year. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I think I'm pretty single player right now. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess I have no problem with, you know, Sony adding live service uh, games to their rotation, to their already mm-hmm. you know, pretty large suite of single player games. You know, everybody is not like us. I mean, although I will say numbers don't lie, right? And PlayStation is selling crazy. Like, there's a reason they're selling so much and they're dominating so much. Yeah, I think it is because they're one of the only people putting out these fun single player, really polished experiences. But um, I think there's nothing wrong with adding live services to that mix, uh, especially because they feel like they've already mastered the single player side. I think the issue does come in when like there are people at Ubisoft who are chasing the hyperscapes um, or the Assassin's Creed infinites and stuff, but it doesn't seem like they can, you know, even get right some of their single player experiences. Like, yes, the Assassin's Creed formula kind of works. Like, it's not a bad game per se, but the suite of Ubisoft games I don't think is like diverse or interesting enough, you know, for them to get me excited about living in a single Assassin's Creed world or living in mm-hmm. this battle royale for years to come, right? And then I think the issue arises where you see stuff like hyperscape they get get shut down <laughs> and it's like okay this was a waste of developer resources you guys could have been working on a on a different project for this it was a waste of money it was a waste of people's time you know and you know i think that's just you know a product of experimentation that's happened with a lot of games that i thought would be interesting um happened with anthem which i'm kind of mm-hmm. glad they tried on like it, it was a huge flop but the concept in itself was cool and I was excited about it. It's just a shame it didn't work out. It's going to happen, but uh, I definitely think um, you got to get your, your, your house and your, your classic stuff in order uh, before kind of chasing these live service games, because I think you, it's, it's not easy to create a fun single player game. I think PlayStation is very lucky to have, you know, hit after hit on their hand, but it's even harder to create a live service game, which, you know, has to be fun from the jump, but also has to sustain interest for years and years to come. Right. Yeah. Like if we, if I don't know if you have any off the top of your head, when when I think of successful live service games, besides the couple games that were able to chase the battle Royale trend and, and actually stay around like apex, Fortnite, Warzone, the only others I can think of really is like, destiny which you know is a feat in itself Bungie did a great job there gta online which is almost seems lucky that rockstar has this online sir i mean it's an online service on top of 
Grand Theft Auto Five, which it's not even it like wasn't even its own thing really. So the fact that it's probably one of the most profitable live services right now is incredible. Um, and then like when I when I really try and rack my brain, I think of like classic stuff like World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy fourteen right now. I feel like Final Fantasy really 14. killing the game, which kind of. It kind of blows me away, honestly, because I think that game is 10 years old now. I remember, this is a very, like, you know, random thought, but I remember seeing Doug playing this game in class one day back in, that was back in college, years ago. Doug was ahead of the trend. Doug was ahead of the trend, and now it's, you know, that's definitely the trendy thing to do. People are all over Final Fantasy XIV. You know, there are a couple of other, you know, MMOs, but I think we pretty much got, like, the biggest ones that are, you know, either were kicking or are still kicking. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, if I tried hard enough, I could probably name more live services that have failed um, than are actually still around or that actually had impact. Like, just off the top of my head, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously Anthem. Um, do you remember Evolve? Yes, I do remember Evolve. I yeah. thought that would be a cool kind of concept. Off gigantic uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard of that one it was like a, yeah i do remember, remember gigantic. gigantic i remember the the like demo play for it or like the beta for it i thought it was so cool because you know you've got like these like uh it's like a third person shooter in a way and i was like okay all right i can get behind this flop after yep. a couple of months that uh what was that other one uh crucible amazon's little foray crucible. i played three games bro Three games and then the server is basically like conked out on me and I couldn't log back <laughs> in. I was like, dang, it's like that. Y'all y- y'all messed up that bad. Unlucky. There's one that I'm thinking of that people really, really liked, but they shut it down. It was made by God dang, who was it is made it by? Wildstar? It consoles. It's not Wildstar. It was on consoles. I wanna say like I'm thinking the word Clash of Clans is coming to mind, but I know. Are you that's talking about a uh, City of Heroes? No, no. That one was also it was, a success. It was like a hero. It was kind of like a hero shooter, except it was, I don't know. It was like more fantasy, I think. Gotcha. Um, oh, gotcha. That shut down. But anyways, um, Fallout 76 is still around, but. I'm I very mean, surprised. Yeah, that, that definitely lost all of its legs at the beginning. So, I mean, basically the point I'm getting at is, you know, Sony, I think if anybody's going to do it right, I think Sony's going to do it right. Although their, you know, their experiences in multiplayer aren't as promising as their single player, you know, projects. We had, I mean, we just got freaking Destruction All-Stars not too Ooh. long ago. And, <laughs> I mean, what was that, right? Like, that was terrible. That was just a little tech that, demo, bro. But a PS5. That was also, yeah, that was also a launch title. So I'm, I'm not going to put too much stock into that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, this this whole live service future i mean hopefully we can get games that kind of redefine what a live service is um we get some new interesting concepts that might appeal to me but honestly i'm not that excited you know i i know we're we're, i think we're going to get a lot of co-op games and we're getting a lot of live service games like Mm -hmm. microsoft already announced we're getting redfall soon last year they also announced that game contraband um mm, yeah which we don't know exactly what it is yet but they announced it um yeah i mean i'm not super pumped about this but also i think as you know game pass gets more popular and they're trying to figure out ways to you know maintain that as playstation spartacus rolls out and they want people to stay subscribed to that i think we're just going to get more and more of these types of games so yeah Hype level is real low for me as well, but we'll we'll see though. I, I could be excited for um, any type of co-op games that if uh, you know uh, Sony tries to you know put out some maybe some co-op live service games or something along those lines. You know the the ones that are like really focused on co-op. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. And I mean that's kind of like why I'm hopeful on Redfall. Like when we were able to get together, Borderlands Three was fun. Right. Like I had a really good time running through that and 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 having a good time there. Uh, that's yeah, the reason I'm not getting Tiny Teen in Wonderslands is not because it's a co-op game. It's just because it doesn't seem different enough for me to you know stay interested. But yeah, yeah, co-op games like Redfall. I'm still like, super excited for. I'm excited to see what the gameplay looks like. I'm not 
hopefully it'll be a very very good game but i hope it's at least fun so there there's just pros and cons i would say live service in general though i'm a little iffy on because there haven't been many great examples yeah and even the great examples i don't i don't really mess with so we'll see man we'll see um before we go before we wrap it up this is still a big purchase you know and there's rumblings about people saying there's still more big purchases in the works um obviously i don't think anybody really knows what the exact deals are because those seem highly secretive but i'm sure people know like which companies are open to being bought which companies are open to buying so who do you think what what purchases do you think might go down in in the remainder of 2022 Mm, the remainder of 2022 it's kind of a bit of a narrow little window there because i feel like i could maybe see some things happen in the next couple of years but sure next couple of years years, like name some 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 of the deals you might see i mean you know there were we were i remember we talked about this briefly you know two weeks ago on the our big podcast uh ea potentially getting bought out by you know microsoft or maybe by i don't know somebody at some point that'd be insane that would be pretty insane. Be insane i think that uh I don't I don't know where EA is really currently standing right now. I feel like they're still you know pretty well off on their own, so it's not an, it wouldn't be a necessity for them to get bought in order for um, their company to stay you know prosperous or whatnot. But I could yeah. see it happening. I, I think I feel like I feel like I thought the same way about Activision. You know, Activision yeah, has Call of Duty. They're racking in you know millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars each year, something like that. And yet they still got probably bought, billions. So. Probably honestly. billions. You're right. Um, and they still got bought by Microsoft. So maybe I we could see a similar situation for EA. So I think this, uh, just kind of like doubling back to the whole Activision acquisition, that kind of really opens up the floodgates. You know what I'm saying? That if, if, in my opinion, it feels like nobody's safe. Anybody could get bought up yeah. at any moment in time. What I'm hoping, yeah. I want to see uh, like a like a, the smaller ones. Eh, well, eh. Nah, 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 nah. I was about to say I want to see the smaller ones get uh, potentially getting uh, acquired, like, a, you know, your Devolver, your Annapurna Interactive or something like mm-hmm. that. But something about that, like, you know, small studio feel, I feel like would go away even if they, you know, even if they tried to remain their yeah. own. Just something about being a part of like a or being underneath an umbrella corporation or something like that would just not sit right with a lot of people. And I feel like it would cause their games to suffer. So I'm going to scratch that. Um... Else is there Square? I know we've talked a little yeah. bit here and there about Square getting bought up. I think it would be, you know, honestly foolish if uh, micro or not Microsoft, sorry, uh, if Sony doesn't hop on that. I mean, boom, they're both Japanese uh, companies. I know the oh, I know yeah. the offices are probably right down the street from each other, bro. Y'all can make the meetings work. Get in the office, start making some deals, and let it happen, bro. Because if Sony gets Square Enix, that's probably it's definitely not as big as the. Uh, Activision acquisition, but it is a no. it would be very like influential. I feel like I think yeah, it'd be a very uh, for sure. It'll be it'll be a big deal. It'll be a big deal. Um, but that's yeah. pretty much it for me. That's all I can really think of the big ones. So I want to come back to something you said already. Devolver, Annapurna, uh, studios like that. Like I, I definitely want to see them remain independent. I think. Uh, um, like they definitely have a special charm. The Devolver Digital um, Conference uh, always has like a special, you know, charm to it, a wackiness to it that I can't see, you know, staying the same under a Sony or a or a Microsoft. Um, hold on, my earbuds just dropped. I think. Dang. Pick those pick those bad boys up. Yeah, I don't want Flo to throw them in her mouth, and start choking on busting my earbuds. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, like uh, Annapurna's, the the Volver Digitals, uh, you know, the smaller publishers definitely have a charm to the games they pick up. It's definitely a special type of game that they seek out and p- pick up. I think these both all these publishers are going to be huge in the next ten years. But I, I really do hope these guys m- maintain their independence because I do see them being the next, you know, Bethesda's, the next Ubisoft, and all, all that stuff as kind of the old heads start getting bought up um as far as like you know purchases i can see actually going down i don't know how japanese companies work you know i don't know if 
you know, Sony is a primarily, you know, PlayStation is, you know, focused in Europe now, Europe slash US mm. with Jim Ryan being being the the president or CEO or whatever. Gotcha. Um, so they're not really as Japanese as they used to be. Um, so I don't know how that would work. It, it, it would make a lot of sense, but also PlayStation buying Bungie didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, you know, didn't make a lot of sense. Wasn't like an easy layup that we saw coming. So who knows if like the the next several deals will be obvious or or clear. But I think honestly, if they wanted to, we have 2K, we have EA, we have. Uh, take two i think all of these or i guess take two is under 2k or something or take two owns 2k or something like that like i that. feel like kind of the bigger ones could honestly also be pulling out pulling off these big deals like i don't think it just has to be xbox and playstation buying people mm-hmm. um i think you know we might see ea buy somebody very soon we might see take two buy somebody very soon um we need ubisoft I, needs to get snatched up bro I'm gonna be honest bro, with you. They Ubi, need. They need to get. I don't want taken. I, I don't want nobody to have Ubisoft. Whoa. Ubisoft. I feel like. I mean, I just feel like it's just dead away. I, I would like to Ubisoft it. to. It's the same thing. It's kind of Activision Blizzard. To be honest, it's kind of the same deal. But also, it's just like Ubisoft is so boring of a company. I want them to just fix their own problems. Like they got. They know what they need to do. They got Rainbow Six Siege over there. They're trying to make new stuff, but you know, EA is doing the right thing, right? They're they're funding games like It Takes Two. They're trying to bring uh, Mass Effect back. They're bringing Death Space back. They're bringing Skate back. They've, I think, they're turning things around pretty strongly. Ubisoft is just like, what is going on over there? You know what I'm saying? That's why they need what help, bro. On? They need the help. That's true. That's true. But I just feel like. It just weighs down. Like That's if Microsoft true, yeah. bought Ubisoft, it just doesn't seem like it fits right. I mean, of course, it, I, I mean, I could have probably said the same thing about Activision Blizzard. Um, just doesn't seem right. Same with PlayStation. It doesn't seem like the Ubisoft brand fits with PlayStation. Ubisoft definitely isn't dropping polished games like PlayStation is accustomed to. So it, it's just kind of weird there. Um, I think you know the one I do think is interesting and would you know shake things up is is square like yeah with you know square or konami uh, konami doesn't really do anything now but they have a lot of you know classic games and square basically owns the most popular games in the japanese market and a really strong america or, or american division in terms of like or i guess northern division or western <laughs> division in terms of like ubisoft or uh what is it called the people who made like avengers guardians of the galaxy stuff uh, like that Eidos montreal i just looked that up i i montreal, montreal yeah. and then uh and then there's also the people that made tomb raider i think it's the, it's the same folks okay okay yeah i mean that's a strong team too right yeah. so i think if somebody gets them as like a playing chip and those games become exclusive or those games, you know, get bundled into some service. I think that's going to be a game changer, along with all the Final Fantasies, the Kingdom Hearts. You know, if we could finally put that game to rest, that franchise to rest. Um, you know, we'd, we'd have some new new games as well. I think Square Enix is probably one of the most valuable people left on the board in terms of just interesting titles and, and making a compelling package. Um, but we'll see man we'll see i'm sure next week we'll be here talking about another acquisition hmm. so i don't know i don't know as we get ready to wrap things up do you want to do your arsons cooking corner let me do the you know cooking corner real quick you know i know you guys have uh things you want to do with your lives you don't want to continue listening to us drone on and on about uh you know video games and whatnot so let's get let's get into the kitchen okay so in this past i think week or so past two weeks maybe i've been kind of on the fried rice kick you guys know i'm a fried rice aficionado i've talked about it a lot of times in the past but recently i've been trying to get into a new sort of fried rice that's right folks i'm talking breakfast fried rice bro combining two of my favorite things it sounds wacky i will admit that it does sound wacky but it's very straightforward very easy what you're gonna need to make sure you have 
you got to have your rice. Rice from the previous night before. Anybody who makes fried rice will tell you you got to have day old rice in, in order to use that into your recipe. You get that rice uh, made the night before. You also want to chop up a little bit of onions. Have a little bit of onions. Once you do that, go ahead and turn your stove on. Throw your bacon on. Let that cook up. Take the bacon off once it's done. Boom. Now you got a pot, a pan full of grease. Throw your onions directly into the pan. Don't empty out the grease or nothing like that. Start sauteing those bad boys. Just flip them. Just flip them. Let them get cooked a little bit. Then you want to squirt a little bit of sriracha in there. We like to squirt sriracha, maybe a little bit of sesame oil, whatever you're feeling that day. Then you go in with the rice. You go in with the rice. You just toss it in the pan. It's got it's got your your baking grease. It's got that sriracha flavor to it. You're you're vibing. You're having a good old time. After that, you know, starts to warm up. The rice becomes you know quote unquote fried. You push that all to the side in the pan. Drop yourself a couple of eggs in there. You want to go ahead and scramble them up first. Obviously, you know you know whisk them. Drop them in the pan. Now you got your scrambled eggs in your fried rice. Then once that's all done. You've got your rice mixed up. You can add soy sauce if you want. You got your rice mixed up, the onions, the eggs. You crumble that bacon on top. Bro, put some green onions on top if that's what you're into. Put some sriracha on top if that's what you're into. Bro, I tell you, that one's a heater. I'm going to have to open up a little restaurant one day. And then you guys will really see. Y'all will really understand what's going on in our sense cooking corner. I might just have to call it the cooking corner. That might be a little bit too much alliteration for y'all, but it's okay. The cooking corner is coming soon. <laughs> Within the next 10 years, I'm opening up a cooking store, bro. Not a cooking store. What the hell am I talking about? A fucking restaurant, bro. A restaurant. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like regular-ass fried rice. I don't get where the breakfast part comes in. Bro, it's got bacon in it, bro. You eat bacon in your I fried put- rice always? Absolutely. Whoa. Absolutely. All right, That's well, how I make it. All right. Well, never That's mind. That's Shit. I guess I'm... Fuck me, then, I guess. I didn't know that yeah, people get up were on, doing it like that. Get up that. on the wave. All get right. up on the wave. I got my fried recipe from Aaron and Claire on uh, YouTube. Aaron and that's the people Claire. that put me on it. Dang. Well, I mean, shit, go ahead and shoot me down. Next time, I'll come back and be stronger, bro. I'll come back stronger. Okay. 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 But anyways, you know, for those that aren't on the wave, there you go. You got the recipe now. Go ahead and get on the wave. That being said, everybody, thank you for listening to Player Player talk about acquisitions for the second time this year if you enjoyed it please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice or us five stars on itunes tell your friends about us if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod don't forget check out camppods.com my new gaming blog also big shout out to aaron miller for the intro music follow him at the miller channel on instagram you can find me on social media as the hoop man you can find my co-host arsen here as pax arsenica on twitter and twitch or our sin lock put on Instagram. And until next time, keep gaming. Game on, folks.